guys, it is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares, and we are back again for our second segment. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor for this half, and that is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. She's currently going through her own battle with breast cancer, so make sure to keep her in your prayers. We actually had that update last week, so that yeah. was really exciting. Great so update. pray, pray, pray for some really good test results coming her way. Um, and in the meantime, if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or just not really sure where to start, give her a call at 503-409-4389. Well, and here's another update for you on Marianne. Oh, okay. Last week was our annual charity golf tournament. Yes. And on hole 10, I mean, I'm sorry, on hole 12, hole 12 was Marianne. Oh, I love that. So Marianne was one of the sponsors. She was yeah. on the 12th hole. Oh, I love the it. The 12th hole was the long drive for the ladies hole. Mm-hmm. And Marianne brought this wonderful basket out. And, and so she did great. She was there with us. So she's... She's, she's amazing. She's thriving. That's awesome. She's thriving. That's great. Yeah. Well, I want to circle back for a second, um, Sarah, because... When I started utilizing social media, I realized that it was a great way to get the word out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a little while. You, you got to be careful with social media. You got to kind of weed out who's real, who's not real. Um, Robin's been on the board long enough that we've had to weed out some scammers on the, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're getting ready for the grand opening way back in February. And there was somebody, some name that I recognized because it had liked my post periodically. Mm-hmm. But then I get this message from this person I didn't really know saying, how can I help the day of your grand opening? I'm like, okay, who are you? So you click on the name, you know, where do they live? But it was Sarah. <laughs> and it was, it was so fun when we had the grand opening. Uh, we, we, we opened at 10. And Noah had a line of disc golfers. There was like 20 or 30 disc golfers waiting to get in the store. And then there's this little face going, can I get in? Because <laughs> Sarah wanted to volunteer. And so we let her in a little early. And then Sarah comes in, and we got all of our shirts in there. And you bought a shirt. I did. But you um, bought a purple shirt, I remember, right? I got a purple one and a blue one. So tell me why you picked those two colors. So um, my grand, well, both my grandfathers, one who has passed, he had lung cancer. And then um, my living grandfather, John, he um, he is a prostate cancer survivor. He had stage four. Oh, wow. And he's also battling tumors in his brain right now. Um, sorry if my voice is a little shaky. It's a little <laughs> sensitive. Hard to talk about <laughs> yes. You're in good company. We give a pride of water on this show. Yes, yes. Um, Man, he talking hearing Robin on the first half talk about pos, being positive. That's pretty sure what is keeping him going is being so positive. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he's he's in remission and he's doing amazing. And so this is your grandfather. Yes, this is on my mom's side. Yeah, my prostate grandpa. cancer with tumors in his brain now. Yes. But you wore a purple shirt. You bought a blue shirt. Yes. And I do remember you and I walked over to our map of the United States, and you pointed to California. Yeah. that um, It's actually a magical day for me because that map is really touching just to see all those dots and to know that I'm, I sent a shirt to a small town population, maybe 2,000 people, Boonville, California, is where my grandfather is. And so... Yeah, it that that actually uh, t- 
touched my heartstrings. And, and volunteering, all I wanted to do was help. You know, I yeah, I, I love to volunteer. I doesn't matter what your business is, I could help you scrub toilets. You know, but that that day hit me hard. So thank well, you. that was fun because uh, I I had created this map and I was putting all these pins in. I'm like, why don't you put the so you got to put the pin mm-hmm. for your grandfather in the map where he lives. Yep, oh, it that's was special. Awesome. That yeah. is. Why did you pick the purple one? Is this your favorite color? Um, I didn't you tell me? Well, purple is pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and I think I me- messed that up with <laughs> prostate. Oh, but it's That's also right. but it's also fun because in the like working for the Army National Guard, we wear certain colors on certain days, and um, I wear purple on Thursdays. So okay. it worked out perfect. Well, I have, speaking of National Guard, a little That's later cute. in the day, I don't know if he's your commanding officer but he does work in the national guard with you mm-hmm. frank dixon yes and um so they work in the recruiting department and so did uh parker charles parker he showed up too for to support and he got some food and he actually ended up buying a bunch of discs and now he's starting to play disc golf it's pretty special that's and awesome both of those guys have red the, the ksl yep so both of those have the red shirts, and they wear them on Fridays. Right. And I actually had to ask Frank what why what the acronym was. So tell the listeners, what does RED stands for? So RED stands for Remember Everyone Deployed. Oh. And we wear RED on Fridays. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that it, that's what it stood for. That's yeah. pretty yes. cool. Well, the other fun part of that day, and I don't know if you knew this that day or not, but um, when when Frank bought that red shirt, he had planned to do something about a week and a half later. Do you remember what he was doing, Sarah? He was rucking. He was doing a you big need to old tell ruck. who we're rucking is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Military well, he terms. had to tell me, so you better tell the So <laughs> he did, I can't remember the number of miles that 52. he... 52. I remember. 52. He, <laughs> he walked 52 miles with a huge backpack. It's like a ruck, so in the military you get issued a rucksack, which is a giant backpack, and it has a certain amount of weight, and so he rucked the 52 miles with that on his back wearing the red shirt. Oh, wow. That's really cool. And that was a specific march. Do you remember what that march was? So they, they do he that. He likes to try to pull details out of you. <laughs> he does. He's good at this. He's good at this. And, and my uh, nervousness gets the best of me, too. Well, I, um, it was really interesting as I was talking to Frank and he was buying that shirt. He was headed to, I believe it's New Mexico, and every year they bring they bring military from all over the United States to do this 52-mile march, and they call it the Baton Death March. Okay. And that's how the military, the um, the guys in the military that were in the Philippines during World War II were marched 52 miles to their POW camp. Okay. So these military guys marched these 52 miles with those ruck packs on that Sarah's talking about. All right. But he did the whole thing wearing the KSLM shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I actually have a neighbor who knows Noah and showed up at the grand opening as well and i guess he's like a professional disc golfer person and so it was pretty cool that he knew noah and all of that yeah well the store is gaining momentum um noah actually hosted a disc signing recently um i'm just i'm just learning now more about disc golf right and 
because of that, I now say that last week was our ball golf tournament because in July we have a disc golf tournament. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference. <laughs> but, uh, again, you bring up disc golf. When I first met Noah, we put on the first of what is this year will be the third um, kicking cancer for kids disc golf tournament, which is what you were at last year. Yes. And the funds from that go directly to Pathways. That's awesome. That's, awesome. That's really cool. Now, if people want to find shirts, uh, Kicking Cancer shirts of all the colors, that's where they go. So it's is- 3737 Cherry Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, Noah's actually pretty computer savvy. So within the next month, you'll be able to go online to a oh, store. That's cool. And buy a shirt online. Noah's going to help us develop a store online. That's really awesome. Yeah. But, but the I, shop's wonderful just to is. go into, so mm-hmm. it's it's nice to go in person and pick up a couple shirts. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice to go in person. Uh, it was also interesting that when we got that space, it was so fun to go in there and just see this, you know, empty slate. And watch it just... And then you go in, and the guy we're, we're leasing the space from, he's going, whoa, because it's like this full re- on-retail space. So, no, it's pretty amazing in there. Yeah. The other fun thing I remember about the grand opening day was here you are, you show up in your purple shirt, but then you put on your Mrs. Salem sash, mm-hmm. and we got a picture of you pointing at a sticker on the food truck that was out there. Yeah, it was the kicking cancer sticker we got <laughs> to put on the food truck. So you, you, you kind of do things all over the community when you were running for Mrs. Salem, didn't you? I do. Um, being part of the Oregon Pageants for America, it gives you the opportunity to wear the sash, which helps other people come and talk to you easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a uniform. And I already absolutely adore volunteering. It doesn't matter. Like I said, I could scrub toilets and volunteer, and I'd still be happy. But Well, you can come on over this weekend. You got it, girl. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it, that day was really special. I can't say it enough. I, we got it all over Facebook. But, yeah, it was very special. Yeah. Well, I know that you bring up volunteering. Uh, I think this is a good time to circle back to, to Robin. What would you say is the number one need for Pathways right now? Volunteers. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Here I am. Yes. And all of our, our pageant sisters, we are ready to help. So what do you have to do to become a volunteer with you? Well, there's an application on our website. Um, to, so we need to have that filled out. Yep. Uh, you do have to go through a background check. And then there's some training. I will always be there. I'm always the support behind the scenes. But you will go through some training, um, how to talk to kids, how to communicate. Then we meet the families as a unit um, so that everyone is comfortable together. And then the volunteer and the family sets up the schedule. Okay. How How is this going to work for the family Yeah. and for the child? So... Yeah, and it's after that it's all up. So I will meet with volunteers probably every month until I get a good, good support system going, um, and then I'm by phone if there's any crisis. Can you remind me where you like what part of the state you're at? I live in Oregon, but we, um, I live in Albany, Oregon. So, but we work all over the state. Oh, that's so awesome. wherever there's a need, um, Breast Friends in Portland um, is open for us to come in and work with those children and also didn't the american cancer society start asking about the program yeah and this is new news to amanda because i just found today but 
uh, I was I got an email from a lady that works for the the Cancer Action Network, mm -hmm. which is the volunteer arm of the American Cancer Society, and they're they're trying to create a, a, an Oregon coalition. Okay. We're calling it the, the Cancer Caucus. All right. And Kicking Cancer has been invited to be part of that. Oh, that's nice. exciting. Fun. So she reached out and said, you know, we're just trying to get like-minded groups together, mm -hmm. and would your organization want to be part of it? And so I responded and said, yes, we would. But um, I remember when we talked to Breast Friends, last year they invited us to a luncheon, and Rob and I had a table there. And it just made so much sense that here's this organization where mom has breast cancer. And they're there to support mom. And I looked at Allison and I said, well, mom probably has kids. Yeah. <laughs> and Robin can help the kids. And so yeah. we're trying to create this, part, um, not partnership, but a working relationship yeah. with Breast Friends. Yeah, right? absolutely. So bringing it back really quick to her application for volunteering, you just showed me that it's also on your website too. I mean, I know a lot of our listeners are familiar with your website. So where would they find that on yours? So if you go, if you go to kickin-cancer.org, um, I call it the hamburger menu, but it's those little lines. Mm -hmm. Hit support. And when, I'm sorry, uh, hit support, and then inside of that, you have a couple choices. One is Go Team. The other one is Pathways. Okay. Because right, those are our two main support programs. Yeah. If you hit Go Team, then there's an application to submit somebody that would be a Go Team. Mm -hmm. If you hit Pathways, you'll see Robin's picture there. It kind of tells who she is. There's some example of some of the kids, Ozzy's pictures in there. Yeah. And then there's a downloadable uh, PDF for the application. Okay, perfect. Right. And the one thing that we decided to do, Rob and I had a long conversation about this, is they do have to do a background check. Mm -hmm. And we will reimburse you for that background check. Okay. But if we just paid for every background check, that's just a lot of our money that we don't need to Right. So if you don't think you're going to pass the background check, you're probably not going to pay $25. <laughs> right, yes. So go take it, pay the 25 As soon as we know you're okay, we'll give you $25 back. Perfect. But we don't want to just pay every person. To right, to just have a background check. Right? Exactly. So and they do get screened before yeah, they get to be a volunteer. That's good. Um, and if you guys didn't catch that website or you just can't find it, shoot me an email, amanda at kslm.news, and I'll get you guys over all the information, links, and anything else that you need to make sure you get connected with that. I wanted, I wanted, I always like to bring you a story, mm -hmm. and I know that was a couple weeks ago, Mayor Clark was with us, and one of our board members in early 2020 was Claire Duran, mm -hmm. and I shared Claire Duran's reason for joining our board of directors. Robin will probably remember, in 2020, we had five on our board, we're up to seven now, and at the time, Robin was part of our staff, so she's gone from staff to board to president of the board. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Moving on. But Moving at the time, on. she was staff as the director of that Pathways program. But our president of the board back then, her name was, is Laura McSweeney. Remember Laura? I love Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the listeners just your impressions of who Laura is as a person. Oh my gosh. Um, energy plus. Um, she's very direct, very knowledgeable. She creates a plan and she sticks with it. Um, she brought kick and cancer from the Stone Ages into modern ages very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she's just a go-getter, and I loved working with her. Yeah, we've had Robin become is a fourth 
president of the board, and everyone was there just at the right time that we needed them. Uh, the, the reason I think Laura was there when we needed them is we were trying to navigate our way through some government hurdles. Mm-hmm. 501c3 application is not an easy application to right. fill out. I can only imagine. Well, Laura's job was she was a she was a FEMA director. Oh, she was a regional FEMA director. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had just come back from, like, those big fires in yes. Northern California, right? Tornadoes, uh, hurricanes, whatever. She's been all over the United States, and they pull her in to whatever region she's into. And then she pulls a team of people she doesn't know to take care of whatever disaster she's called into. Right. So she has all of the logistical skills. Yes. Right? And we needed that as an organization. We needed her to guide us through that time frame. Yeah. But just like every single one of them, eventually, I'm like, so... What's your why? What's your why? (laughs) And she wrote the most um, amazing story about her brother. Okay. So I'm going to do my best... To get through it? To get through this. Uh, After she wrote it, then it went to a newsletter. Um, And listeners can go to our website. Uh, You can click the spot that says Stories. There's probably 60 or 70 stories in there now. So there's a little search engine. And if you're looking for stories on colon cancer, prostate cancer, brain cancer, whatever, put that in there. If you're looking for a person, put their name in there. It's a great search engine. So I actually had to do a search engine to find this story, but it's still there. Yes. And after, after Laura wrote it and it went to the newsletter, then I brought her the actual newsletter. As she's rereading her own words, she's getting a little curious herself. <laughs> um, so she titled this, My Incredible Brother's Journey. Um, I am the oldest of six children who, except for the youngest, are only 12 to 13 months apart. As you can imagine, my mother was quite overwhelmed with babies for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And I became her helper at a very early age. As the oldest, I, of course, have all the psychological characteristics associated with this role. I nurtured and raised my siblings, so in reality, I feel like I have been a mother my whole life. Mm-hmm. And Laura's probably in her early 60s. I'm, I think so. I've yeah. never asked. I, 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 I didn't either. So, Smart. Um, uh, I, I know that she's a grandma because she had grandkids at her house when she was on the board. But So anyway, she just says that she was uh, you know, pretty much a, a parent her whole life. Uh, she goes, Lincoln was the fourth child in my family who would light up a room with his smile. He was always quiet and always the first to hug you when you were sad or help you out when you needed anything. He was fearless and competitive, always so proud of his accomplishments, and bravely received his awards, which usually involved Band-Aids or stitches. (laughs) In 2014, Lincoln was diagnosed with lung cancer. He had suffered a cold that caused him to lose his voice. And when the cold was gone, his voice never returned. Oh, how terrifying. Remember, we've asked lots of people what was the clue, what was the yeah. sign. When Linda Hart was here, what was the sign that Nolan had an issue going yeah. on? So that was the clue. The mm-hmm. voice didn't return. It turned out he had to have his left lung removed Jeez. because it was so diseased it hadn't function for several years. This never impacted his ability to work or participate in fundraisers. He and his wife did to support their church mission trips to Guatemala. He had no idea his lung was not working. 
After the surgery to remove his lung, he began chemotherapy to combat the cancer on the other lung. Jeez. So he's so he's now down to one, one. lung. Yeah. So. And they're just trying to make sure that whatever he had in the one hasn't moved to the second lung. Right. Right. Unfortunately, the cancer spread to his brain. Oh. I think Sarah mentioned that your grandfather had a similar situation. He received radiation to stop the cancer in his brain. So he's getting chemo to the mm. other lung and radiation to the brain. Jeez. After one year of this, he was told he was in remission. Lincoln had a road ahead to recover, but he was excited to be on that path. Then, during a checkup, they found it had returned to his lung and spread to his liver. And you and I have talked before that there's a couple places that when that cancer gets, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to beat. Yeah. And liver's one of those. Yeah. Right? So it spread to his liver. It was unstoppable at that point. We rallied behind him throughout the remainder of his journey till he went home to heaven. Um, he went to sleep in the comfort of his home with his wife by his side on July the 18th, 2015, which is just about one month from now. Yeah. Right? He was 50 years old. So young. 50 years old. Just prior to passing, he was able to attend one of his lifelong friends who became a brother. Um, he lived next door during childhood, and they remained very close. He attended that friend's funeral in January of fourteen. He, too, died from lung cancer at the age of 51. Oh, wow. So these two friends who grew up together passed at about the same age. With the the same? same Wow. Like Lincoln, he had a heart of gold, tremendous compassion for the earth and animals. They both carried joy in their hearts throughout their journeys. I will never, I, I I will forever remember these boys when they were carefree and exploring life's wonders. This is part of my reason. Enough is enough. Yeah. Enough is enough. So she says, my heart breaks to lose siblings, friends, family, co-workers to such an insidious disease. We here at Kicking Cancer must continue to be vigilant to understand our bodies and fight our health. That's my why. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful why. It's a powerful why. Definitely. And she was on the board for probably two years. Two years, I think. Two years. I think one of the most powerful things Laura did while on the board is, uh, and Rob will remember this, she, she made a call to action that caused us to lose half of our board members. Really? She said, we have to become a working board. Baron can't keep doing this alone. Mm-hmm. They were all just like giving me advice. They were giving counsel. But I, they could, Laura could see me running all over the place, right? And Selim said, that's not what we signed up for. We did not sign up to be a working board. And they left, which is fine. Mm-hmm. because. And then ultimately, Laura moved to Washington, and she left, too, for other reasons. And that's when Robin stepped in. But that decision to be a working board has completely changed Changed us. our whole organization. I bet. Well, Every you're one all of invested us. Yes. on a different level. So it's, Yeah. I could see that, absolutely. Outside of Morgan, who is currently out of the country, um, every member of our board was at that charity golf tournament. That's awesome. So by becoming a working board, it accelerated us as an organization. And that was a very brave very brave announcement on Laura's part to, to tell the board. And it is a working board when somebody has to work to follow this man around the <laughs> golf course and know which hole he's at I at a certain time. I can only imagine. So we do have about another minute and a half. Do you want to share the story from last year's golf tournament? Oh, my gosh. I'm driving around in the golf cart. I have two children with me, 
And Baron. I think well, so. You three, three children, children with you. I really, yeah. I, I was trying to be nice. Um, and I, I was driving around, and he'd take off. And I'm going, okay, follow him over here. And then he's not there. Where is he? And I'm texting. And so we're going to get a GPS tracker on him yes. this next weekend. There Apple AirTag. Oh. Yep, I was just going <laughs> to yes. say an Apple AirTag. Well, what the, I, I'm liking the GPS tracker because the first recommendation was that she was going to put one of those ankle bracelets on me. And then if I left too far away zap from her, you. it would zap me. Yes. Right? Like, Robin, I can't find Baron. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun. I'd be on hole 15, but the hole 17 or 16 was in another area way far away. And I'm going, where are you? I'm at hole 16. Well, where is it? And you <laughs> didn't tell me you were leaving. You're so fast. That's but, awesome. Um, I, I, it was also funny that one of the first things that Robin did as the president of the board was she began defining roles. You know, what exactly is our job on the board? Yeah. Every person on the board's job is to keep Baron under control. Yeah, yeah fair that's enough. our major. <laughs> You're a wild man. You're a busy man. Yeah, well, worth having throwing. the two kids was not, I mean, that was fun. That was probably the easy part. They were easy. So I get, yep, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, so much for coming in today. It was such a pleasure to have you both here. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. So huge shout out to our sponsor, Marianne McNally, who is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. Continue to keep her in your prayers, you guys. And make sure to give her a call if you have any questions about buying a home, selling a home, or what your next step would be towards that. Her number is 503-409-4389. And we'll be back next week as as the the movement movement continues. continues.